Welcome to the Geek Geek Podcast, where we have answers for the questions once again. Uh, I'm Void. I'm here with my co-host, Beej. He's wrong. He's wrong. He's completely wrong. We don't. I, I hope we do. Today, we are doing our round <laughs> two of Q&A, because we had so many this year. So thank you again for sending these in. Uh, we're going to go rapid fire, because there's a lot of them. A lot in this episode have been contributed by Katie from the Disney Forever podcast and from Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea and from uh, You Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop, all of those places, and also from Rob from the And Sometimes Rob podcast. Um, And then also there's a smattering of other ones that have been dropped in here as people were getting some in later than the first round. So all kinds of contributors this time, but I have to give a shout out to Katie and Rob. With that said, let's dive into it. Uh, So questions. What is your favorite animated Disney movie and why? I think it's The Lion King. It's either The Lion King or Aladdin, but I always lean toward The Lion King. And I just love it. It's one of those where I always find something different in it when I'm watching it, even as an adult. So uh, it's it's fantastic. I also love the songs. Oh, my goodness. I love the songs. And I don't know, which is why I started a podcast <laughs> called Disney Forever, where we watch and react to a different Disney movie every week. Someday I'll finally know once I'll watch them all. Um, also, maybe Frozen. Like, if I have to pick one, maybe. Um, yeah. Hmm. When was the last time you watched the above-mentioned movie? Uh, quite a while, actually. I can't remember when, but I saw my nephew's school play of The Lion King a couple of years ago, so I'm going to say then? That counts. Sure. Uh, I think I saw Frozen like two years ago. It was the last time. I don't rewatch movies a whole lot, which is part of the problem here. Um, What was your favorite ride at Disneyland or Disney World when you were a kid? I am going to jump in first here because I don't remember. Like I went when I was a kid, but I haven't been back since I've been an adult. And I just don't remember which rides I liked. And I never went as a kid. Uh, I went as the youngest I went was, I think, 14. And uh, so I it, I didn't have that kid-like magic. But as an adult, I think that Everest is my favorite ride there. Uh, really, really love Everest, especially at night. Cool. Um, what would your job be on the Enterprise? I'm going to say I'd be a teacher, most likely. Like, that was where my background was, and I think that would probably be something that was needed way more than WordPress blogger on the Enterprise. Um, Maybe entertainment, like in Guinan's Bar or something. I'd like to be, you know, just some sort of concierge, maybe. That would be fun. (laughs) Nice. Um, I think I would probably be in either some kind of technical and engineering role or in management. Those are kind of where my tendencies lead. So maybe captain and if not captain then some kind of like senior level technical something on the enterprise that's where i would land um i want to change my answer i want to be guinan not like working guinan's guinan's bar or anything i want to be guinan i think guinan is my answer here okay perfect uh why do red shirts always die first in star trek because red doesn't show blood that's also true. I was going to say because you have to respect the classics, but I like your answer better. Um, okay, in a horror movie starring you both, who would get killed first? Uh, I think I would last a little while. Uh, I think I would die before the end of the movie, though, because, like, you know, I'm not leading man material. Uh, but I think, like, I would last longer uh, than you would just... Uh, I don't really even know why, but I think I would. I feel like I would. No, I'm on the same page with you. I think you would last longer than me in a horror movie just because of the structure of them. Like, I would be like the nerdy one that gets killed early because I'm boring. You know, like, I just don't have a lot to contribute to the plot. I'm okay. I know who I am as a person. I'm happy with my life and all that. But I also know that in a horror horror movie setting, like, I'm just not contributing to that plot. So I would get killed early, and I think they'd keep you around for a while because your freakout reactions would be so good for the camera. 
Oh no, that's true. I would be the wacky one that would last longer. Like I would, I would have the weird kill scene too. That's right? that's exactly the role that I would cast you in. I agree, hundred yep. um, percent. Okay, so if you were cast, if you were both cast as the killer in a horror movie, which one of you would get caught? I think oh, you I'd would. Get caught. You would. Yep, a hundred percent. You would. Oh yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. Me, I, I would, I would get caught. Okay, we're in alignment there. Um, have you seen Pride and Prejudice from 2005? 2005. Yep. If not, why not? It's on Netflix. This one is definitely from Katie. Uh, this is where Katie starts to hate me because no, I haven't because it's Pride and Prejudice and it's bad. I hate Jane Austen uh, so much that I will never watch anything that has to do with her unless it's like an adaptation of it that takes the bare bones of her story that might actually be worthwhile and then reworks it into something that's actually enjoyable. I've had to read Jane Austen and study Jane Austen entirely too much over the years in uh, even being able to see and appreciate what she did for literature. I don't think it's good. So no. And that's why I love you, Katie. <laughs> I have not seen it, but you could probably talk me into it, Katie. I yeah, you've talked me into some bad Disney movies, so you could probably talk me so into why watching not some bad movie movies. Okay, um, <laughs> I love you, Katie. Also from Katie, can I convince you to watch at least one BTS music video? Yeah, I've already watched BTS music videos. When you were starting the K-pop podcast, I went and looked a bunch of them up and watched them. I don't I, remember what they were, but I have. I have not watched them, but yes, if you send me a link, I will absolutely check them out. Um, okay, what is your favorite Halloween-related movie? Oh, Lord have mercy. Um, I, I, I don't, I can't do it. Like, okay. I honestly don't know. Maybe, like, Scream? Like, I don't, I, I don't know, Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown? Then there's, like, the Garfield Halloween special. Like, I like Silly Kid Halloween, so I don't... I don't know. You like, like Halloween too much. Them? That's too hard for you, yeah, I bet. I think so. Okay, uh, for me, I think Hocus Pocus maybe, just because I haven't watched a lot of Halloween movies, but I do like Hocus Pocus, and I watched it recently because we did it for the Disney Forever podcast this year. But mm. honestly, I need a larger sample size. Like, I don't feel like I have a good answer for this. Um, okay, next question. Did you know that Void has never seen Nightmare Before Christmas? Did you know he's going to watch it for the first time this year? I knew this. I'll just jump in with my answer. I definitely <laughs> knew that. I did not know this. I hope that he watches it. I'm glad that you're going to watch it. And I hope that the hype doesn't ruin it for you. Like, I, I know that lots of these movies that have kind of hit that cultural zeitgeist are, are you go in expecting something huge and great and wondering why everybody loves it. And then you see it, and it's like, oh, that's fine. Where I hope it's a good movie. I don't understand personally the massive connection to it. I watched it basically every year in the 90s that it came out like i had it and i loved it um it's really really good i hope you, you really really enjoy it but i hope that you hearing that it's one of the most amazing things in the world doesn't make you enjoy it less than you should yeah i think my expectations are tempered because like it's been out for what 20 25 years or something and like i have years yeah it's fine i'll get to it this year and it'll be interesting to see what it's like um okay hocus pocus is still the best halloween related movie ever am i wrong <laughs> that's not for me that's from katie for sure i i think so um i think think you're wrong um i i don't think it's the best halloween movie ever i think it is the best of its kind of halloween movie um there aren't enough silly halloween movies uh there are a lot of halloween 
related movies, but there aren't a lot of those fun family Halloween movies that uh, are actually movie movies and not like Halloween Town, they're Disney Channel movies, stuff like that. Um, they're actually starting to have more of them come out. Like this year, I watched Hubie Halloween on Netflix, and it was really, really, really good, and it fills that same kind of niche in the Halloween movie market that, that's missing. Um, but I, I liked Hocus Pocus whenever I rewatched it uh, recently, but it wasn't as amazing as I remembered it being. And I think that was probably because of that hype built up from loving it so much as a kid. So I think, I, I don't know. I think you're wrong, but I don't have a better option for you right now. <laughs> How's that? How's yeah, that for noncommittal? That's fair. Uh, I would say, sure, you could talk me into thinking this is the best one. But again, my sample size is pretty small. Um, okay. What's your favorite holiday time? Well, Halloween season is my favorite, obviously, like the 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 month of like October, the September middle of September to to Halloween is probably my favorite season. But like the lead up to Christmas is really awesome like that, uh, that Thanksgiving moving into where there's just joy in people's lives and everything is bright and cheerful and wonderful is such a wonderful and needed thing this time of year. And like it's 2020, everything is going crazy. And I think I'm looking forward to to the holiday stuff around Christmas time uh, way more because it's happier than Halloween. So this year, I think it's going to be Christmas. That's my favorite uh, because we need that brightness and joy. Yeah, for me, um, my favorite holiday season or time is the period between Christmas and New Year's. Like that's my favorite time of the year because it's one of the only times of the year where like literally nothing is expected of me and I can completely disconnect from work and just like there's no responsibility on me. And that's just not true of my day to day life at all. So I really I appreciate that when I get it, which is not often. But that period between Christmas and New Year's like no one wants anything. No one needs anything. It's fantastic. I love it. Um, OK, what's your what color is your lightsaber and why? I guess this is if we could make it up. Yeah, I'm, mine's going to be a purple one with a black core uh, playing the older public like they do all of these weird, wacky color combinations and lightsaber crystals. And that has been my favorite one that I've ever found was a kind of a royal grape purple with a black core in the middle of it. It's just it's pretty. I like it. It's going to be mine. Cool. Mine would probably be some kind of teal because I can never decide between the blue and the green from the light side Jedi. So that's kind of a middle ground. Otherwise, if it's not those, it would be white because I think Ahsoka rocks those white lightsabers in a really cool way. So I like those. It's true. Yeah. She totally does. She does. You are the captain of a spaceship or starship from any fictional media. What is it and why? Is the Death Star a spaceship? Because sure. like that's, that's really a space cool. Station, like, but sure. Yeah, Death Star. I mean, maybe like if it were a spaceship, the Executor, like a Super Star Destroyer. Like, and then I started thinking about the Sun Crusher from the old Star Wars EU. Oh, like yeah. that one was really cool. Like it was tiny, but like it could blow up stars. And then like that was thinking, I was like, what about one of those living Yuuzhan Vong colony ships that uh, that made the extra galactic travel to the new galaxy? And it's like there are just so many. It's yeah. like I was like, <laughs> just just I just got to stop. Yeah, that's fair. Um. For me, if I could pick anything, um, maybe something in like a post-scarcity world, you know, like Star Trek-ish because, you know, utopia because you have post-scarcity. That would be amazing. Otherwise, if we're going to focus on the ship itself, probably I'm going to pick something cliche like the Millennium Falcon just because it has fun adventures, right? If you're going to be in that world, mm. go for some fun adventures. Um, okay. Cast yourself into the X-Men. Who are you and why? 
my luck, I would be Toad. Uh, but <laughs> okay. like, I think I would be. I would like to be Gambit. Like Gambit would be fun to be. I would want to be like Wolverine for the healing and the immortality and like the physical benefits of being Wolverine. But it, because it asks for some rationale here, if I'm going to be realistic, if I'm going to be honest with myself, I'm probably going to be someone like Iceman because I'm a generic white guy and I understand cold weather and that's me so yeah yeah that's where i'd have to cast myself if i'm being honest uh next question is cast yourself into the avengers who are you and why so same thing but avengers i want to be spider-man but in reality i think i'm ned i think i'm his friend who sits off to the side and plays on the computers and tell him what tells him what's up i think i I think i'm ned um for me it's the same idea here as the last one where i would want to be someone like thor or dr strange someone with like interesting powers and a different world to explore but if i'm going to be honest with myself and with the audience here i'm probably just hawkeye like i'm a generic white guy and i have some archery skills and that's it like yep that's me i'll be i'll be a hawkeye um hey i mean he has a family who loves him uh and then he like murders the yakuza and has all sorts of stuff so i mean not all bad yeah i guess um okay what's one piece of geeky media you really wanted to experience but just didn't get to in 2020 uh wonder woman 1984 is probably the one that i'm i'm still holding out is actually going to be released this year uh i'm not sure if it's going to even though they've said christmas um but the one i'm surely not going to now they've announced that uh wandavision isn't uh coming out until 2021 so i am now after i wrote this down they announced that it was no longer 2020 so wandavision because it, i was so looking forward to that yeah, for me, I, I really wanted to see how they were going to kick off the next phase of the MCU, but COVID happened and then no new MCU movies have come out. So I guess I'm just waiting another year for that. Um, It'll be interesting, though. I'm ready for the next phase. What was the single best thing that's helping you get through COVID? Uh, mine is threefold. It is Cymbalta, Wellbutrin, and Lamictal. <laughs> they fair. are my anti-anxiety and mood stabilizer medicines. They are helping way, way more than anything else. Yeah, for me, it's exercise. Um, I basically just made the decision this year that exercise is no longer optional for me. It is a requirement. It is mandatory. Um, I give myself one rest day each week for podcast recording night just because this takes up a bunch of my night. Um, But that's it. Like six days a week, I'm exercising. And usually on podcast recording night, I sneak off like right at the end of the night before I go to sleep and just do something, even though it's scaled down. But exercise 100 percent. What kind of donut is the best? Okay, again, I got two answers here. One, on a daily basis, just going around, it's white icing filled uh, with chocolate and sprinkles on top. Like, not custard, not Bavarian cream, but the white icing kind uh, with chocolate coating with sprinkles on top. If I get to pick, like, the specific donut that uh, that I want that's the best, it's the Cap'n Crunch one from Voodoo Donuts in Portland, Oregon. Nice. So good. Yeah, I didn't even think about it that way. But, yeah, I guess my day-to-day would be something that's, like, like a a classic donut with like chocolate frosting. Like I will go for those anytime because they're really hard to mess up and they're really solid. But my favorite favorite is like a strawberry frosted donut from like one of only two or three specific donut places. But I really mm. like them from those places. So yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I do that with blueberry ones when I find them. So I totally understand like the strawberry ones and blueberry ones. Like, mwah, I did the I did the chef. Mwah. That's what that was. Uh, you're in a competition to see who can build the best tower out of toothpicks and marshmallows. Who wins? 
oh hardcore you like i have i have ape hands where i just like smash things i'm not delicate at all you you've won this before it began yeah i would say me too i've literally done this exercise as a team building thing at work and my team won so i have proof um self-driving cars yes or no someday but not right now they they mm -mm. that's exactly not not as long as people can drive if you're allowing people to drive on the on the roads then no if it's all self-driving cars sign me up i think they'll get there even with people driving so i will get in one and let it self-drive before you do but yeah not quite yet i don't think we're there yet um do you hook your gaming consoles up to the internet via wi-fi or plug in directly with cat5 uh cat5 ethernet all the way uh if i have to do wi-fi it's on handhelds or something but whenever possible it's going to be cat5 all of my stuff hooked up with it yeah i try to do cat5 when possible um it's been less possible in my new house so i haven't actually run cat5 everywhere yet i'm still making plans for that but i want to be sure before i start drilling into my walls and running it through the inner linings of my house walls um so right now a lot more wi-fi than i would like but eventually i'll get back to cat5 uh, what IP deserves a modern reboot and what form does it take? So I sat here for a long time trying to think about this and I realized that I'm too tired of reboots to be able to answer this because I was looking around my room at movies or my office here. I was looking at movies and memorabilia and just all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't want new stuff. I just like this stuff. It's like, I want to see new cool stuff. So I literally can't think of anything that I'd want a new iteration of. That's how I feel, too. I don't really like uh, like rebooting money IPs at the moment. Um, I feel like everything that I was interested in has already been rebooted, and those have had very mixed results. I I like new IP a lot, but I also like expanding existing IP, right? Like, right. I would love more stuff in the Star Wars universe or the Star Trek universe, or like there's tons and tons of others I could name. Um, but yeah, I would rather have an IP expansion or a brand new IP. I don't think we need reboots as much these days. It's just, mm-hmm. it feels overdone. What is one thing that you loved in your childhood but have zero desire to revisit? Like probably the cartoons that I loved when I was a kid. Like I have so many fond memories of things like the Wuzzles and Kissy Fur, like these really obscure 80s cartoons. And I know that they're objectively bad, but I loved them and I can't see myself going back as an adult and looking at the reality of them and knowing how bad they are. So I'm just sitting there with that nice, warm, nostalgic glow on these uh, cartoons from my childhood. Nice. Uh, For me, it's probably a lot of book series that I read that I just like loved as a kid. And I have these like fantastic memories of kind of not like little kid novels, but kind of like the young adult, but like the younger end of young adult. Um, And I just know that they wouldn't hold up. So I just don't go anywhere near them. But yeah, I I still have good memories of those in my mind. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, we'll take a little break here. We're not going to do a full plug like we normally do, but we will say that this is one of the only times of year that we actually ask for reviews. So we don't pester you for it every week. Reviews make a huge difference in who finds us and how they find us and all of those things on all the platforms. So if you have never given us a review, now would be the time to do it. And I always encourage people to do it right now in the middle of the episode, because if you don't do it now, you're probably going to forget. You're not going to come back and do it later when you're busy with the rest of your life. But yeah, reviews make a huge difference, right? They make a huge difference on people looking at them. They'll see both the number on there as well as the rating itself and decide whether or not it's worth listening to. Hopefully you guys think that we're worth listening to if you've put in this much time and uh, you can just click in and you don't even have to write anything uh, on Apple iPod. Nope. 
on Apple Podcasts, uh, you can just click the rating button and it will uh, put it on there. Like it's simple, it's quick, and it's easy. Uh, and it really, really, really does help us grow the audience and community. Yeah, we appreciate it. It's awesome. Uh, okay, back to questions. How susceptible are you to nostalgia? Is there something that you can put <laughs> its logo on it and you just buy it? And is it Star Wars? Uh, yeah, I'm a marketer's dream. It's like I see stuff and I'm like, ooh, look at this Star Wars cereal. Or, oh my goodness, this is a Star Wars cereal in a different color. It's like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm going to buy it. They, they, they've sold everything to me already. I am not that susceptible to it. Um, that being said, I do know my weaknesses. My weaknesses are like Star Wars, Mario, Final Fantasy. But it's got to be like a new core thing, right? Like I'm not going to see something randomly and just go pick it up as like merch or like, um, you know, just knickknacks. Like I just don't do that. But if you have like a new show or a new video game in one of these, I'm picking it up day one. Like Star Wars, Mario, Final Fantasy on it. If it's a show or a movie or a video game, you already have my money. All you have to do is release it. So, yeah, again, I know my weak points. Um, yeah, okay. Much. What is the great ethical dilemma of our time? Uh, I think that it's are other people actually people is uh, what I'm seeing these days. That's interesting. Uh, for me, I think just kind of the fundamental is technology good or bad discuss. Like that's that's an endless conversation and I love to have it. Um, OK, honest yeah, thoughts. I see that one a lot. Yeah. Honest thoughts on where you think George Lucas wanted to take the sequel trilogy. Would it have been better than the sequels that we got? I think that the three stories that we would have gotten would have relied too much on the old characters, that they would have been far more of a straight trilogy uh, following that traditional arc. But he probably would have tried politics again, and that is not something that we can ever let him do again. So I'm glad we got the first two movies that we did and uh, some of Rise of Skywalker. But uh, like I'm I think he would have gone the safest route possible because that's all that George Lucas can do. And like that's not a bad thing, but I think we would have gotten a very solid ordinary star wars trilogy yeah i think we would have gotten one that's more cohesive but it would have been worse overall you know basically mm. i think it would have made more sense because it was all coming from one person and it would have had a overarching vision that's better than what we got but it would have been boring and predictable so that's where i think i land on it um mm. okay upcoming star wars projects what are you the most excited about I think the Trevorrow trilogy, um, I think that's the High Republic, but I'm no. not honestly sure. It's not. It, okay, so his is the one in the Uncharted regions, right? I don't know if they've announced what his is, but I know it's not High Republic because that's something different. Okay, so the Trevorrow trilogy I'm really excited about uh, because whatever it is that he's working on, they ripped episode nine from him. Uh, so I'm hoping that we can finally get uh, that kind of Star Wars story that we got teased we were going to get uh, in The Last Jedi because yes. you and I both loved it. And the kind of story that Ryan Johnson set up in The Last Jedi that Trevorrow was going to to go with in Duel of the Fates that got ripped from him. Uh, that's what I'm looking forward to his new trilogy for is to get that kind of storytelling. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited for that one, too. Um, my actual answer here, I think, is the High Republic era, because it is a brand new era that is not completely removed from the, the current timeline in the way that, like, Old Republic was in the old canon. You know, High Republic is like a thousand, not even a thousand. It's like 700 to a thousand years before um, 
No, Yoda's alive. Hang on, I'm Yoda's thinking about timelines. Yoda's an adult timelines. in it, so yeah. it's probably 500, maybe? It's Yeah, it's like 500, but it's, it's hundreds of years before the Skywalker saga. It's not thousands of years before the Skywalker saga. And that's the main thing, is like, it's getting away from that that core Skywalker saga timeline, and we get to see a different time in the galaxy with completely different conflicts and situations, basically. And there's just so much to explore once you get out of that traditional, like, Rebels Imperial back and forth that have been the core of that series. I just want to see them explore a new time and a new area and all of that. So I'm excited. And they've purposefully made it for expanded universe purposes so they're letting authors just loose on this with comics and books and more to come so yeah i mean i'm excited for the the high republic you get to make the next legend of zelda game what format does it take is it more of the same or do you break away and try something new uh i saw your answer and i'm like yeah i'm with him Okay, so I said that I would just iterate on Breath of the Wild. Like, I think that game is so good, and I love it. And, you know, it looks like that's exactly what they're doing, and that's exactly what I would be doing, too. Yeah, it's probably my favorite Zelda game at this point. Uh, And outside of a few nitpicky things, like, I think they should just make it better. Yeah, exactly. Uh, What is the deal with Fun Dip? A sugar stick? You stick into sugar? It's so good. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's delicious. The sugar is good, and the stick is good. It eat it. It it's yummy. Yeah, it's sugar. Stop complaining. It's good. Sugar is good. Uh, you get to write a book in any <laughs> fictional universe. What is it? What story do you want to tell? And why is it Star Wars? It's Star Wars. It's Star um, Wars like, for me too. Yeah, the whole reason I wrote my Techno Mage trilogy uh, and and did that was that I wanted to write Star Wars novels and couldn't. So like I kind of uh, made my own like universe that I could play around in in the same way. So yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, for me, it would be Star Wars also because there's so much unexplored in that galaxy and in that timeline. Like, there's possibilities there, but the core of the world, I just love it, and it resonates with me. So, yeah, that's what I would do if I could. Um, If you had to quit your job right now and start a completely new career, assuming that you would instantly get all the knowledge and skill required, what would you want to do? This is a good question. Oh, man, it's almost like I did that three years ago. You Uh, did, yeah. No, uh, at this point, like going from where I am right now, uh, I would probably go into uh, community management or uh, and some sort of publishing is probably where I would go next. Nice. I would probably be a data scientist because I noticed enough tendencies in myself that, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's where I would go. You're the new commissioner of the Gotham Police Department. Do you arrest the Batman? No, he's Batman. Yeah, no, I wouldn't either. You're the new editor-in-chief of the Daily Bugle. Do you want pictures of Spider-Man? As many of them as possible, yes. And yeah. and hopefully they are nice action shots too, Peter. Of course, I agree. Uh, notebooks, spiral or non-spiral, why? Um, I'm left-handed, so spiral notebooks are kind of my nemesis and have been since elementary school. I can't write in them. They're terrible, and uh, I hope that uh, we find a better solution to them at some point. Oh, wait, we have. Why are we still having spiral notebooks? (laughs) I also go non-spiral just because spirals get in the way, and let's class things up a bit. We can do better than that. Uh, Pen or pencil? Uh, it's my erasable pen from Japan. I've told you this before. Go back. Find oh, yeah. it. It's very good. I love it. I still right. love it. It's still beside me. Uh, I would go pen, but realistically, I'm just typing on a keyboard. All my stuff is digital these days. Uh, how often do you use a calculator versus doing math in your head? I do fractions and geometry type stuff in my head. Uh, I do arithmetic with a calculator. 
That's interesting. I do rough estimates in my head, but anything exact, I get the calculator out. What school subject was your favorite? Uh, honestly, science and uh, the various computer programming classes I had. Uh, I was really close to being a physics major in uh, college as well. So uh, that's loved those classes. I was super good at them, too. Cool. I had a bunch. I had uh, TV production. I liked stats. I liked physics, psychology, computer science, all of those kind of things. They all they all worked for me. Uh, what school subject could you have done without? Math, at least in the elementary and uh, high school versions. Like uh, if I'd gone the way that I had thought about it in college, I obviously would have had to have had a lot of it. But but math, I liked being able to do stuff where there's a little more uh, abstraction and uh, subjectivity to it. Hmm, I like math. But I, the one thing that I could have done without was anything with rote memorization. So I hated that, you know, and it right. wasn't any one subject. It was like parts of different subjects where, hey, memorize 50 of this or 100 of that or whatever. I just no, no, not for me. Mm. Um, fries, waffle fries, hash browns, mashed potatoes or tater tots. How do you potato? I waffle fry. Waffle fry. Waffle fry. I don't know why I did that. I'm sorry. Uh, but I think right now my wife is making waffle fries uh, for us very quickly in the uh, in the kitchen. So uh, waffle fries all the Amazing. time. Uh, I go for normal fries because I'm boring, but they're delicious. And that's OK. Uh, for BJ, this one's just for you. Is 11 Fast and the Furious movies too many? Ideally, how long should a film franchise last? Uh, no, it is not too many because I think the next one they're going to space, uh, which is ridiculous. And uh, and and this Wait, is are my you point. Yeah, I think they're actually going to space in the next oh one. Oh my god, like, that's amazing! Like it's it's stupid, and that's why I love it. But the, here's the thing: they're still entertaining, and as long as they're able to put out the movies and that they're entertaining keep them coming that's the way that i look at it like any any series when they start losing their luster and becoming just more of the same that's when you should cut it off i don't think there's a a single element of a series like that what about you um i i wasn't invited into this question by the question asker but i i agree with you i think as long as the series is still entertaining it's fine just keep making movies for it that works um who is the best pilot in all of star wars Jaina Solo, fight me. Ooh, I didn't think of that one, but that's a really good call out, so I won't fight you because I could totally make <laughs> an argument for her. Um, I was thinking about the current canon, and she's old canon. She doesn't mm, exist she anymore. She is old canon. She's old EU. Yeah, so I was thinking current canon. Um, I was going to say, I kind of have two answers. One is if you include Force users, then we're probably talking about like Anakin or Luke Skywalker. But if we're being honest, that's kind of cheating because they have the Force. So if we're just talking about pure piloting skill without the Force, maybe Poe Dameron or Han Solo gets this award. I'm kind of guessing Han Solo, but Poe has showed us that he's actually a really, really good pilot. So I don't know. It's a toss up between those for me. Yeah, that one's it. That one would be interesting to see, like if somebody were actually able to take on that, like Han in his heyday versus Poe in his. Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, last question of the year for our Q&A episodes here. What is one thing every teenager needs to know before reaching adulthood? OK, so I thought about this one and I was like, what is it? And I, I realized that. uh Okay, so being a teenager and, and early adult is hard. Like, it's really hard, and I don't want anybody to to try to dissuade you that anything that you, you love or care about or is happening in your life doesn't matter because it does matter and you're experiencing it. But 
maybe 90% of what you do between 15 and 30 doesn't make much difference in later in life. So have fun and experiment with who you want to be later on. Like that would be my advice. Yeah, I would say that in general, adult adults just aren't that different from you. Like we're all just kind of faking it until we make it as we get oh, yeah. more experience just by living life and existing for longer. Um, that being said, the other thing that I heard once that has really stuck with me is that basically after you get out of childhood, um, from that point on, if you ever look back five years, you are a completely different person in a completely different place than you were before. And yeah. I have a hundred percent found that to be true. Like every five years, you're just, even if you live in the same place and you're with the same people, um, you have just fundamentally changed as a person. And you look back at who you were five years ago and you're like, wow, I can't believe like how different I am and how far I've come since then. So that's something too, is just by living life, you will gain experience and you will change. And it's generally a good thing. Yeah. And uh, like, like you said, it, it's good that, you know, we're not that much different from teenagers and faking it. Like I realized the other day that I'm uh, approaching 40 and uh, I still feel like I have no idea what's going on and uh, doesn't change. So just roll with it. Yeah, just roll with it. Yeah, we're all just we're all just trying to make it and we fake it until we get to that point. It happens. Um, okay, that's it for our Q&A for this year. Thank you for all the questions. This has been super fun, even across two episodes. Don't forget, we're not going to plug all the things, but this is a great time to review us. If you didn't review us in the middle of the podcast, here's our one last shot. It really, really helps. It lets people know that you enjoy the podcast and that we're out here and there are people listening. So if you want to get more people in the community, that's the easiest way to do it is go into whatever app you're in right now and review us. With that said, you can write to us with comments, suggestions, or feedback. Our email address is geek2geekcast at gmail.com or reach us on Twitter at geek2geekcast. We also have great discussions on Slack and Discord. You can find invite links for those at geek2geekmedia.com. And while you're looking for those, make sure to check out all the other content on the network. We've got blogs and video game reviews and a digital magazine. Great stuff. I blog at agreenmushroom.com, and you can find me at grnmushroom, that's green mushroom without the E's, on Twitter. I'm also on the Disney Forever podcast, where we watch and react to a different Disney movie every week. I'm on Twitter as at Professor Beege, that's Beege with two E's, and I also co-host the Dragon Quest FM podcast, a show about the Square Enix RPG series. We've been Void and Beege with your geek to geek podcast. That'll do it for this week. See you next week, geeks. Any questions? When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the geek to geek Media Network. A community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like... Video games. Star Wars. Comics. Movies. K-pop. Disney Plus. Keanu. Keanu Reeves. New. Or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep. And each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes. Keanu. 